Blog Talk Radio. Hello, welcome to Snake Oil Radio here on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Jim Ventura. Welcome to today's astrology update show, and I will actually be taking some uh, live calls a little later on in the show. Uh, a little information about me and our show to get us started. If it's your first time tuning into uh, Snake Oil Radio, my name is Jim Ventura. I am a professional uh, navigational consultant. Uh, that means I have expertise in astrology and numerology, tarot, uh, runestones. I, wor- I work with many different types of oracles and have done that for many years. I have a home office in Phoenix. I do uh, private sessions with people as well as phone consultations. Uh, any, anyone interested in more information about the work I do uh, and, and booking a session, uh, go to my website at jimventura.com and you can check out any information there. I'm also a published author and obviously a columnist. Uh, that's what the Snake Oil Radio Show is about. This is actually my live radio show that springs out of my uh, monthly newsletter column. If you're not already getting my monthly newsletter, email me at venturasag at yahoo.com. I can add you to the monthly newsletter mailing list so you can take advantage of reading specials and just get straight my column and some great information that comes once a month to your uh, email. And uh, and I never share email addresses, so they are blind copied out. Uh, okay, so uh, type of work for many, many years. I enjoy doing the astrology show. We've got a couple different formats we go with. With our live shows, um, I usually do about three or four a month uh, with different themes. On Thursdays at 3.30, the show's a 45-minute show, so we don't do a long show, but I try to cover as much as I can within the shows. In fact, I've actually been, you know, as of later, I'd only be getting to about two shows a month, two or three shows a month, just because I'm so busy. Uh, business has been very good, a lot going on, uh, as well as, you know, other creative projects and things I'm working on. So definitely been busy. Um, I have to tell clients when they contact me, I guess people, sometimes they call me and they want to get in that day. And uh, listen, that's becoming a rarity. Usually I'm booked about four or five days in advance. But uh, very grateful for that. Very different economic conditions than uh, what I experienced back in 2009 or so when the economy was uh, much, much uh, uh uh, more difficult place. Anyway, so today's our astrology show. Uh, I'm going to devote about the first 15 minutes or so of today's show to talking about current astrology and what's going on. This should hopefully give a lot of my listeners some insight into the astrological trends that are going to be influencing us all at one level or another. And then for the last 15, 20 minutes of the show, I'm going to take a couple of live calls. Um, I can do five-minute little mini readings, pull a card or an angel card or a tarot card or two or runestone and get a little quick insight. Uh, they, they, it's got to be short, you know, five minutes. I usually try to get three or so in for each show. So if you do call in, um, be patient. I will take the phone calls in order as they've come in. Uh, but, we will, again, it's about 15, 20 minutes off before we're going to necessarily start to take live calls. I want to start off with uh, kind of discussing what's happened uh, with astrology right now. So, okay, let's see what we got. Well, you know, in the last uh, week or so, we have pushed our way into uh, Gemini Sun. So uh, we are happily, 
in uh, Gemini, somewhat hopefully happily, depending on, on where Gemini is in your chart as well. In fact, you know, a little basic astrology information before I kind of dive into what's going on. Um, you know, obviously hiring a professional astrologer to interpret your astrology chart is, is a really cool thing to be able to do. Uh, but if, you know, if money's tight or, you know, it's not in your budget to necessarily afford uh, a personal astrologer, you do really can get a lot of information online and reading through books and things. Um, there's a great astrology, astrological service that I use called astro.com that actually lets you store up to 100 different uh, uh, birth chart information, you know, you know the birth, the, the date of birth, all the info. Let's just chart that all there, which is very cool. Uh, but it doesn't cost anything. And they've actually got some decent things on the site itself. I mean, you can, of course, order things through different astrologers that work there. But a lot of it's free, so you actually can get some pretty cool stuff to the site. There's a number of different sites that do that, but I definitely recommend... Uh, astro.com as something to consider if you're wanting to kind of poke around a little bit more um, with your astrology and learn a little bit more about it. Okay, so uh, let's talk about where the planets are. Sun uh, right now, of course, has moved into Gemini. You know, uh, Gemini is a mutable, uh, mutable masculine air sign. So what typically the sun moving in Gemini, what that's going to do for most of us is it's going to kind of stimulate our intellect um, and our, uh, you know, our, our, our urge to get information, to learn, to communicate, to express ourselves. You know, a lot of misperceptions uh, that, I, that I catch with people about Gemini because they talk about how Geminis can be two-faced or two-sided. Uh, you know, I always have to say so much astrology information is baloney. Um, always remember that, guys. You know, whenever you're you're learning anything from an astrologer or anyone, you always got to remember it's still kind of channeled through their own perceptions of things. You know, uh, Gemini's are not necessarily two-faced. That, that you know, actually, the original imagery in the Gemini um, uh, image from other cultures was a woman with a half beautiful face and a half hideous face, meaning that Gemini is the ability to see multiple or dual sides to things. You know, like at a, at a very core level as human beings, you know, a lot of people, it's like you're striving. You want to find that right love of your life. You want to get married. You know, everything goes toward that goal. And then you finally find someone and you get married and then you kind of think to yourself, man, my life was easier when I wasn't married. You know, so, uh, you know, or, you know, you want the job or you can't wait to have children and then you have children and then the part of you thinks to yourself, okay, man, it was so much easier when I didn't have to deal with this. So I think Gemini really kind of brings up that part of us that understands that there's duality in all things. So Geminis are not necessarily two-faced by any means. It's just that they can see often both sides of things. In fact, the positive pole of Gemini, anyone who is a Gemini knows this, but positive pole of Gemini is I, um, I think. And Geminis are very key in terms of how they think and analyze, and they often have opinions about a lot of different subjects because Gemini is very mutable in its approach. Um, the negative is I scheme. So anyone who is Gemini, sun sign, moon sign, or rising sign knows this well. Uh, it's one of the gifts and curses of being smart. Sometimes you're, you can maneuver things a little because you're too smart, and that's what the I scheme part basically means. So for most of us, even if you're not sun and Gemini, you're going to have a feeling, like I said, it's going to really stimulate a lot of urge to communicate, to research, to learn. Um, to adapt, to change, a little bit of a restlessness that kind of pushes into play. And, you know, depending on where 
Gemini shows up in your chart, of course, it's going to be significant as well, too. You know, for me, it's in my money house, uh, second house, Gemini, um, which, you know, my typically it's often a good period financially in, in terms of communication expression and, and how I make money through doing that right now. So finding the place or the house in your chart where Gemini sits really is going to give you some insight into, like, thinking of it like the sun is going to highlight that area for a month. I mean, it's going to definitely kind of open doors at some level or, or get you to want to shine in that way in that particular area. So that's what we see with Sun and Gemini. You know, as again, I've said on other shows, I don't usually mention the moon cycles just because they tend to, the moon basically changes signs about every two days. So it has a lot more to do with where we kind of, our moods are taking us, so to speak, more than anything else. So I don't usually put a lot of energy in, in my shows and talking about um, the moon's movements, although you certainly could get into some really cool information when you look at moon placements, um, meaning um, you know the sign the moon was in when you were born is very significant because while the sun strives for differentiation and acknowledgement and what we want to accomplish, the moon really shows what we need to do to feel fulfilled. So uh, you know, uh, your, your moon sign will, will really show that kind of emotional need. You know, I always say that the moon in your chart is where we kind of can be a little neurotic almost in that sense because we need this. Um, but on the other hand, it's, where, it's often the way that we nurture and care for others and care for ourselves as well, again, depending on the sign that it's in. But Mercury right now is in Cancer. Um, Mercury rules the way we communicate, the way we think, the way we express ourselves. You know, many people are familiar with Mercury retrogrades, and what that means, Mercury is not retrograde right now. I think it will be in about a month and a half, um, which should probably place it in Leo, I think, when that happens, but I have to check that out. But right now, Mercury is in Cancer. So what you find with Mercury in Cancer is, of course, we begin to think more about nurturing and caretaking, and family, and a sense of responsibility. Um, Mercury and Cancer can really um, kick into gear that part of us that looks at, you know, how we're nurtured and how we nurture others and necessarily caretake. Uh, certainly, definitely can be a trigger for a lot of people with family issues and, and communication around that. Uh, again, not necessarily negative. When I say issues, I just mean it typically brings the idea up in our psyche at some level. So really, um, that's what Mercury in Cancer is about. It is it's getting us to think, analyze um, home and family and, and those elements in our lives. Um, I know uh, also Jupiter has moved into Cancer, and let me mention that as well before I, I mention Venus and Mars also. But Jupiter's in Cancer, and, uh, you know, for me, not only is it in cancer, but it's also just about to enter into my fourth house of home and family. And um, Jupiter on our chart is like big happy fat song on our chart. It's a, it's a part of us that's optimistic and positive and larger than life and philosophical. It's where we tend to be, you know, abundant. So it's always kind of interesting to look at where Jupiter is in our natal charts because that shows that natural disposition that we have um, toward that, that abundance. And then the, uh, you know, the house that Jupiter's transiting through will often give us a lot of insight into, uh, you know, where we're, or we're putting our energy, our enthusiasm, our hopes and our dreams now, in that sense. So 
Jupiter in Cancer, of course, again, brings us the possibility of expanding the family or, um, you know, uh, bringing good energy somehow into our family life. You know, what a lot of people will find with Jupiter in Cancer, because I definitely see this for myself, because for me it's like a double whammy. I've got Jupiter in Cancer and the Jupiter's moving into the fourth house now, the my natal chart, which is the home family um, in, in a very literal sense. Um, I'm actually finding myself wanting to fix up my home. You know, I, I, like, I, I mean, I've got an oven where one of the burners doesn't work, and my dryer only works on one speed, and like all these things are freaking broken in my home. And now I finally have the money to actually replace these things, and that's just the time and the effort to actually do it. But I can see sort of a shift in that urge to kind of make my place nicer, to make my home more comfortable. Um, you know, I'm actually even, I've been single for a while, I'm contemplating the idea of having a relationship again and looking at that energy coming into play. So um, I think this is doing this in its own way for a lot of people. Jupiter moving into Cancer for the next year is going to really have us wanting to expand, you know, whatever we perceive nurturing in home and family to be. Uh, you know, one of the things I often tell people is, listen, sometimes your family is maybe the friends and the family that you've picked or chosen later on in life. You know, some of us were lucky enough to get a decent family to be born into, and some of us didn't exactly get so lucky. So I always say, you know, if you're wise, uh, if you got stuck with a crappy family pattern, find a new one. You know, uh, work environments can create families, friendships. I mean, you know, you could always expand it. You don't have to stay stuck in it. And I don't mean like you ditch your family and never speak to them again. You know, in some cases, better than extreme that you may have to. But um, it's just understanding that, you know, family can be really where our hearts are in that best possible possible sense. I, I was lucky I was born into a fairly decent family really, for the most part, I had a good dad and, and a fairly supportive uh, family. But, you know, I've always been able to make a lot of friends and, and have, um, you know, extended family that I formed and chose really myself as well, too. So both Jupiter and Cancer are, and Jupiter and Mercury are pushing their way through Cancer right now. So, again, a lot of this is going to be surfacing for us. Uh, Venus is in Taurus. You know, uh, Venus will move to a sign about once a month. So Venus is pushed through Taurus, tends to make us uh, indulgent in a good sense. Uh, a positive pole of Taurus is I have, and it's negative as I indulge. So as, as, as uh, you know, anyone who's Taurus knows this well, when you like something, you tend to like it a lot. You like good stuff. Taurus is often a very good high taste in things. Um, so uh, as Venus, the planet of love and creativity and feminine energy, um, uh, moves through Taurus, we're likely to find us being a little bit more indulgent in a good and a bad sense. Um, but also, you know, Venus and Taurus can actually be a good sign for um, bringing a certain amount of prosperity to you. Uh, you know, Venus and Taurus are usually, people that have that natally are usually, I want to say hard workers, although so often they are, but a lot of times like Venus and Taurus can get involved in beauty professions or things that have to do with, you know, body maintenance or things of that nature as well, too. But, um, you know, as a general rule of thumb, as Venus pushes its way through Taurus, we're going to be looking at what we value, what matters to us, what we have in that sense, and, and, and that push for security. 
whatever it is that makes us secure, because that to me is really what, what Taurus boils down to in terms of happiness. It's not necessarily always about money. A lot of times it's about what really truly makes us feel secure and fulfilled. Now, Mars is in Libra. You know, I've talked about this on previous shows. Mars normally is in and out of a sign in about two to three months, but Mars has been in Libra for quite a few months now and will be for a little bit longer. Um, you know, Mars rules male, our male energy, our aggressiveness, our assertiveness, our ability to get things done. Um, it also rules where we can get pissed off and irritated and frustrated. So, you know, this Mars retrograde we experienced in the last couple of months, which is now over, Mars is direct again through Libra and will push its way into Scorpio in the next few months, is a reminder that, you know, most people really in the last couple of months encountered some issues around relationships, partnerships, you know, areas of justice or feeling a lack of justice at some level. You know, Mars or Libra can trigger a lot of issues with relationships with other people and what we feel uh, to be fair. Often it brings up issues around our giving and receiving ratio in that sense as well. So the retrograde motion was probably particularly frustrating, like a lot of times sort of old issues surfacing again as, as is pretty typical for retrograde placements of any planets. In other words, when it sort of seemingly is going backwards from Earth's orbit. But now it's going direct again. So most of that should have cleared up. You know, and, and what I mean when I say that it cleared up, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's fixed. Often it's just the realization of, you know, how you're looking at it, where you're placing your energy, whether you're continuing to choose to get frustrated about it. And I always think that that's really something most of us really truly do have power over. We can keep getting irritated about something or we can choose to not necessarily let it go because I don't want to throw out new age flowers here and say, you know, if you only ever think positive thoughts and you never get frustrated, you never think a negative thought, you'll live in perfect harmony. Okay, listen, we want to, we want to be positive. We want to be optimistic. Uh, listen, we, we're human beings. Sometimes we get frustrated. Sometimes we get irritable. And we certainly do with other people from time to time. You know, the key is don't kill anyone. <laughs> don't be overreactive. And don't get caught on it, you know, forever in that sense. If someone frustrates you, you know what? 99% of the time, and we say this to people, what others do has nothing to do with us, meaning it's about them at some level. So Mars is direct to Libra again. And that's, like I said, again, it should really create more of, um, you know, an understanding and harmony in our relationships um, and, and help us even in, in some ways to become more decisive. Mention a little bit about the out of planets, and then I think I'm going to go to the phone lines here because I know I've got a couple of people already waiting, and I want to take a few calls in today. But um, Saturn has continued its retrograde motion to Scorpio, although that will uh, inevitably go direct uh, within the next month or two, um, and then push its way rapidly through Scorpio again. The Saturn in our chart represents restriction and limitation and where we have difficulty and where we tend to be cautious and methodical, where we often experience delays and where we may even have fear. You know, on the other hand, Saturn in our natal chart will often suggest where we've grown wise and smart in some respects as well. So uh, Saturn has uh, been in retrograde in Scorpio, and I've mentioned this in a few of the shows, so we won't get a lot of information about this, but really what it's doing is it's, it's asking us to look at how we use personal power, ourselves toward others, you know, all of that, that kind of good stuff is what we really, in essence, see with Saturn movement through uh, Scorpio. Certainly, it's retrograde. It's reiterating all of those points. And as I said before in other shows, 
you know, what we're seeing in the last year or two, especially as Saturn has moved to Scorpio, is especially with politicians and, and, and people in the public eye, you know, anytime someone does something lousy or manipulative or crappy, it's like it gets exposed almost instantaneously. Um, you know, I just think that this has been a big product of, of Saturn moving through Scorpio, um, that we have to be very, very aware of how we place and how we use our energy. Um, so, listen, Scorpio energy can be absolutely transformed at the highest level to affect people in a profound and positive way if it's, if it's charged from that angle. So that's always very, very key. A uh, couple more messages about the outer planets, and I'm going to take a couple of calls here. Um, welcome, everyone, to the show. I see you got a kind of few people in the chat room, so thank you for joining me. Whether you're catching the show live or um, later on in archive, I always appreciate my listeners. Hi, Lachey M. Good to see you again. Uh, so hope everyone is having a good day so far today. I know here in Phoenix um, we had sort of a weird anomaly because it's getting very warm, and uh, you know into the into 100 and you know we're getting into those magical 105, 106 degree days here. And for today, for some reason, it is only in the mid 90s. In fact, when I got up this morning, it was like cloudy and overcast which is like in Phoenix is like we want to do happy dances when it's like that because it doesn't rain that much here. So like we actually like the, the uh, we like the uh, cloudy, crappy kind of day. The only thing that really would have made it amazing is if it rained. It looks like it's kind of cleared up now. Uh, but uh, again, still really kind of a nice, relaxing type of day and an energy. Um, okay, so... Um, I mentioned a few of the outer planets, and then I'm going to uh, start taking a couple of calls and, and answering a few questions here for the remainder of our 25-minute uh, show today. So uh, Uranus is in Aries. Uranus rules where we're eccentric, where I can classic. Now, Uranus will stay in a sign for about seven or eight years. So Uranus in Aries is really getting us to really be more clear on our, um, our, you know, our individuality, what makes us unique, that willingness to kind of... Um, take risk and carve out another trail, you can see a lot of this going on all over the world where a lot of little revolts are happening in different countries and places as well. Typical of, of Uranus through Aries, pushing people to be more independent, to kind of, uh, you know, uh, look at, at, at a, you know, a different attribute of justice in that sense, in that way. So you're seeing a lot of this happening. Neptune's in Pisces. Neptune's in good 10 years or so in a sign. So Neptune's at home in Pisces because Pisces' natal ruler is Neptune. So it means, you know, we're, a lot of us were really reevaluating what it means to be selfless and giving, um, really seeing that from an, uh, another perspective and a point of view. Um, I notice a lot of, um, I'll have to get into this in another show at some point, but I think there's a lot of religious uh, institutions right now, too, in terms of their power and influence. And I think that has a lot to do with Neptune and Pisces and, and inevitably, hopefully, pushing more of the extremist religions back into that, you know, element of compassion and kindness. To me, I always thought that was really the original tenets of Christianity in its best sense were the good works that were done. And I think in the last 10 years or so, the more extremist right side of Christianity has gotten caught up in, like, a lot of political things and a lot of judgment and right and wrong baloney. So I think that this is part of that move of, of Neptune and Pisces. Uh, Pluto's retrograde in Capricorn. Um, it's been in Capricorn for since 2008. 
good another probably five more years of, of Pluto's move through Capricorn. Talked about that on the show, so I think I'll leave that alone for now and kind of get to the phones. Okay. I've got a couple of people already called in. I'll probably be able to take about three calls uh, today. Um, so if you want to call in, I'll, I'll, I'll get everyone in there, the pecking order of when they called in. I've got to keep these down to about five minutes, guys. Um, guest call in number here is 646-200-3966. Um, and again, I'll try to get to as many people as I can for the remainder of the show. And if not, you'll have to catch me on the next show. I'm going to take my most patient waiting caller here. Uh, let see if I got that through. There we go. Sure. 904, we go. welcome to Snake All Radio. 904, welcome to Snake All Radio. Hi, this is Lashandra. Hi, Lashandra, how are you? Hi, Lashandra, how are you? I'm fine, how are you? I'm getting a bit of a feedback. Let me see I'm if getting a bit of a feedback. Let me see if that's you have that. Which you, no, you want to do for the call? Which you, you just turn, just for, the for the call, call turn off just your um, just computer. Just for the call, turn off Down your um, computer. Um, it's, I'm actually calling from my tablet because I broke my phone. So, um, is it better? To what? Yeah, it is much better now. Yeah, we're not getting the feedback. That's what it is. It's just that you can. Still here. I'm still hearing a little bit of it, so we'll just do the best we can with it. Yeah, it's just because you're getting feed okay. from, the, um, I was from the show itself. Right? From the, from the show itself right? So what do you want to ask about today? Okay. So what do you want to ask about today? Um, I wanted to ask about um, this gentleman. Um, his name is Kevin. Um, I'm just wondering like what would be the outcome between me and him he has like he's he's basically um married so right. i'm trying to see what is going to happen right. with his situation because i um i just got a divorce like um last monday so i'm just right. trying to see um what will happen between me and him okay let me see i'm going to Pull a couple of cards for you on this particular subject. Um, so you actually did get divorced, though, right? So you actually did get divorced, though, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, and he's still, but, but he's still actually yeah, technically still, married. But, but is, he, still, uh, is, is, is he talking married, about leaving, is, his is, leaving his relationship? Talking about leaving his relationship. Me and him talked last night, but um, you know. We didn't really like get into like deep deep into the whole thing, um, because he lied to me in the beginning and told me he was at the end of a divorce. And I asked right. him why did he um, lie to me, and he was like because he felt like I wouldn't have gave, given him a chance. Right. And so I was like, but that wasn't fair to me. You let me decide what I want to do. You don't decide that for me. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, I can. I can kind of see that. Well, let me tell you what. What I kind of see in the cards here. You know, the universe comes up reversed in the past position, which means like it usually means partial success. It means like the relationship, the situation isn't perfect by any means, but there is sort of uh, some good that's come through it. I actually see this card a lot in readings for people when they are um, when they're dealing with someone who's married. By the way, really common in that sense because at one level there's often a lot of chemistry and connection, but then of course there's the practical restrictions that come up there as well. Four of Stones, 
comes up reverse in your present position, which means you let go of control of the situation. You know, and I think that has to do with your marriage. It also suggests, um, you know, you're dealing with some financial practical things connected with that as well at this point in the game. Um, Five of Stones comes up reverse next, which means, you know, here's what I'm hearing about him, and this is kind of getting to the brunt of answering your question. I feel like he is going to begin to move forward on the thing that he says he's going to do, but I'm getting a yes. The problem that I have is I keep seeing an image of someone doing it slowly in a way that I think is going to kind of piss you off a little bit. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Because yeah, we've been dealing not, with each other for like six months. Not, yeah, it's not. That's what I'm hearing is it's not going to move very fast in that sense. Um, but the guys are saying that he will actually take steps. You know, and I think what I'm kind of hearing here, I don't think there's a question that there isn't a chemistry and a connection between the two of you. I very much feel that there is. I just feel like he's got issues with security and practicality matters and various other things and just the way that he operates and the way that he functions. You know what I mean? So I think that that's what's dragging him down in his feet in that sense is the financial stuff. So the cards are showing a period of movement, but not enough in a way that, again, I feel like you're going to be frustrated. Um, I do feel like, it almost feels like to me, you're going to get frustrated with how quickly he's moving and part of you is just going to begin to pull your energy back. And then when you do that, that's when he's going to make some decisions and move forward. So I almost kind of think that that's part of the process. So I almost kind of think that's part of the process. Well, actually, that's what I'm doing now. I'm pulling back now. Right. Yeah. It's the right right move. Because when I pulled the rune for you, it came up the rune of constraint, meaning there was a circumstance or situation that you couldn't control, but what you could do is put your own life all your ducks in a row, so to speak, in your own life, and, and allow him to figure this out. But what I'm hearing is I, I do think there's movement in the future with this, but they're saying, and I know you're going to be very frustrated with this, I don't feel like there's real movement in action with him until about the fall of the winter. Okay. <laughs> so it's going to make your head spin, but I do see movement, but that's what it is. The guy's just saying it's slow in a way where you're like, but I think if you stand back from this and take care of some other things, you'll realize, you know, it is, it's up to him to get himself out of that. You know what I mean? But I do think he wants to. Right. I don't think he's bullshitting you in that sense. I think it's legitimate. I just think his face is not moving very quickly. moving very quickly. Okay. Okay. I I understand. Yeah, so just, you know, be patient, but in the sense of saying, you know what, let me put my energy toward a few other areas, and then remember the mantra, what is yours will come to you. Remember the mantra, what is yours will come to you. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay, well, well, thank you. Thank you for calling. Appreciate it. Let us know how things progress down the line. All right, I'm going to answer... Uh, uh, Lachey is asking a question in the chat room, so I'm going to answer that before I grab in the next caller. Um, okay, Lachey saying, is about my career right now. I'm working at a – okay, I've got to read this out because I know people are going to listen to this later and they have no idea what I'm talking about here. So, so Lachey is saying, the question is about my career right now. I'm working at a health department full-time, but temporary. 
the job will end at the beginning of the summer. Do you see a career opportunity coming before or after this job ends? Okay. All right, let's see what comes up for Lachey around that. Um, kind of already get some intuitive messages here. Um, you know what? I have to tell you that um, it's very interesting because I feel like this, the transition that you're making is a fairly smooth one um, in that I see you talking to somebody, you know, right around the time this is coming to an end. In other words, I keep, the, the, you guys are saying to me it's almost like a headhunter. There's someone that you talk to that you connect with. So I feel like there's another job that kind of lines up for you um, in that way. Uh, so, so that I, I, I definitely like. I think you're, um, you know, you're on the right track that way. Um, but here's what I'm getting about it. It, it feels like cause there's another job. It, it, you transition right into another job. You've got nothing to worry about. I, I don't see you even out of work at all. I think it's almost like you're going to go from one thing to another. I see it. I think it's a male, but it could be female. But again, a male's coming stronger to me. There's someone that you're talking to. So something, and it's somewhat in a similar field in a similar way. The only thing I want to tell you is I feel like it feels very depressing to me. Like maybe it's you working for a health service in that there's going to be an element of it that's a little bit tough for you to contend with. But on the positive side, I feel like it has a lot to do with the direction you're going with your career. So while it isn't exactly the right fit yet, it feels to me like it's leading you in the direction of where you're going with your career. So I, I really like that. So I just want to tell you, I just think that I feel like you're getting another job and it just feels like it's a lot of responsibility. There's things about it that are rather intense. So I say this with, with humor and love. Listen, don't worry about not finding work. That's coming again. No problem that way. But again, you're going to have to contend with whether it's the right fit and whether there are elements about it that are a little stressful or difficult. But I feel like, like I said, it, it, it's sort of like leading you in the right direction and you need to go through this next as well to get from point A to point B. But yeah, what you guys are saying is there, there's a transition almost right away. I don't, I don't see you out of work uh, for very long. I don't think you'll be out of work at all. Uh, I think the timing is going to be such that it's going to almost connect almost immediately, if not a little bit before. So I hope that's a help for you. Okay. Thank you for, for, uh, for that question. Uh, it just uh, definitely saying, because I actually think you're going to be very happy about it, like when you get it. And then you'll understand what I mean about it being tiring. But uh, it just makes me think of a job I had a couple of years back, too, that I loved. It was so fun. And then they just they always wanted me there all the time on the job. And it just got to be too much. I took too much responsibility on. And I think that's what's happening. <laughs> that's what's happening with you. So you're definitely going to be appreciated. So maybe that's a, that's a good sign that way. Okay, let me take another caller here. Uh, sometimes I'm spastic with the uh, controls here. And thank you, Wade. Welcome to Snake All Radio. Yes, hello. Yes, how am I, who am I chatting with? Uh, Alvina. How are you today? Uh, good. Good. All right. So, what uh, what did you want to ask about? Um, I'm going to ask a question in regards to another person, uh, his first initial D. I'm wondering if at this point you see us um, rekindling our relationship or is it just best left alone? Okay. Let's see what we what we get on all of that. Uh, so this is someone okay. you were involved with before? Yes. 
Okay. All right. Let me let me. I got to make sure. I sometimes I want to jump ahead and start answering stuff, but I want to pull cards to make sure I get my information correct. Um, okay. In, in some respects, in some ways. So that's why I'm kind of pausing here for a minute. Um, okay. So this individual, the cards are showing a water sign, by the way. So I don't know whether it is specifically a water sign, but the cards are showing the disposition of water signs. So let me kind of tell you what I'm getting on this. Uh, he's I a cancer. He's cancer, so it's literal, right? Yeah, okay. So we, we definitely know who we're talking about here, yeah. Uh, thank you for, for piecing that in play there. Um, the high priestess comes up reverse in the past position, which means there was, it was almost an issue of ethics. Like there was something that was off kilter um, about, you know, within the relationship in that sense um, that kind of threw you. It's almost like you just weren't on the same page in some respects from the past. And... Now, the, what comes up in the present is the Ten of Swords comes up reverse, which means like something that you thought was over came back into play, but there still may be a little bit of hurt or wound or uncertainty around it in that respect as well. Um, and I feel like um, it, it's, it, it's showing that he has a lot of, um, it's also a sensitive, emotional person, but it's coming up reverse, which suggests that He's, you know, it's, he's either overly emotional, he's not emotional enough, or, you know, like there's a quandary about where he is at this point as well. But I have to tell you, like, what I'm hearing is it feels very, like, confusing about which direction you should be going with it now. But what your guys are saying to me is I feel like within about the next three months, it changes in a way that is much more positive, um, it, it feels to me like um, just the conditions and the circumstances and where he's at and what he wants change in a way. And I feel like it becomes a lot more abundant. But right now, I feel like there's still, it's almost like you're both going through a lot of healing at this point with each uh, other and in different areas. Not necessarily, like probably more on his part. He's uh, got a whole bunch of crap that he's going through right now. And right. yes, he is like very emotionally uh, I guess sometimes unstable. And yeah. on my part, I am just wondering, I guess the, my ultimate question really should have been, is this something worth, well, not actually worth, um, is it going to be, are we going to like rekindle this or is it just time for me just to be like, okay, it's it's over? Well, you know what? And, and I, I want to say what I'm, what I'm kind of getting <laughs> on this is, for now, if you put a lot of time and energy toward this, you're going to end up frustrated because, as you're kind of pointing out, he's not in the best space emotionally, psychologically, and all of those things at this point in the game. But what I actually feel like, and here's the good news, is I feel like the things that he's, he's meant to do, he's working on and, and going to do. So I feel like there are some changes that come up. So to me, you know, it's actually interesting that you call it so similar to what I had just talked with the last caller about in another way. It's almost like you'll almost kind of give up and, and pull your energy off, and then he's going to then come in and, with gangbusters. So my feeling is, you know, if you, if you try to make this fit now, and you're going to, again, you can see that, you know, it's almost like I always tell this to people, men are very different from women in this way. If a man doesn't feel like he's successful or doing well, he'll often pull away um, as opposed to where women look for nurturing when they're struggling. Men are the opposite. They pull away, they sabotage, they, you know what I mean? So that's what I'm hearing is you may encounter sabotage or other difficulties um, 
at this point in the game. But what I'm hearing is there's a definite change in about September or so. It's around him, but I also will tell you that I pick up that you're also going to meet someone else in the next couple of months. And I think you're going to be... I've already yeah. have someone right now in my life. He's been there for like nine years. I pretty much am certain that he is the one that I'm supposed to spend this right. lot of time with. But this other person is just kind of like, I don't, mm, yeah, I cared and I loved him and all that. But I'm just right. wondering, like, is this, is it just best for me to finally let it go and realize that this is, this person that I have now is, somebody who's going to be there for the long haul. For the long haul, haul. right. Yeah, because, you know, what you guys are saying to me is, you know, as this progresses, you will actually find yourself with choice. But I don't think that um, it'll be that much of a choice. I think it's going to be fairly obvious, and I think you're getting glimpses of that already in that sense. What they're showing in the cards is uh, he may have addiction issues even. Uh, You mean the cancer guy? Yeah. As yeah, well. he's actually admitted a, that to himself. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And that's it. So there's issues with abandonment and other factors that are coming into play there. You know, let me tell you, put it to you this way. You got There's nothing that's wasted. Your experience with him is valid. You, you were meant to have it in that sense. I think the bigger issue is, is knowing also when to say, okay, it's too much work. It, you know, if it's too difficult, it's probably not for you at the time. So, okay. yeah. Okay, I hope that was a help. I, again, I, I like I, what your cards are saying is it, once the fall comes, whole different energy. Empress comes up. Very abundant time for you of choices and decision and things beginning to happen. So that's all, that's all really close and near on the horizon. Okay, well, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Okay, I've got someone asking a question in the chat room. Let me answer this real quick as well, too, because we're kind of running out of time here, guys. Happy Girl 777. Hi, Jim. Someone asked me to read her book, edit it, possibly make changes. She very much likes my writing. She says she doesn't have much money. Do you see this working out? Do you see pay now and maybe a percentage later? Thanks. Okay, so that's the question. Yeah, you know what? Here's what I'm getting with that. I think it would be valuable to you in terms of just your resume and and all of those things and and putting it there. Um, What I'm hearing is I think do this like literally on paper. Um, Tell her you're doing this sort of a somewhat pro bono, but this is what you'd like. Throw out some negotiation with it for down the line because I think you would benefit later on because I do think there's some potential for this to sell and to be successful. so I think you'll benefit later. Um, so that's that's what it is. I mean, have the sort of the strength to say, okay, here's what I'm going to do, but this is what I want. I want to put this in writing in that way and, and do that. And I think, you know, they're really not in much of a position to, to park it. Uh, uh, yeah, there, there's something that does come out of it. She's, she's saying in the chat room, she's thinking it's a screenplay later. Yeah, I like this, and I feel like it is definitely leading to something pretty big in a good way. So, but, you know, get, get, get a cut of it. Do you know what I mean? In that sense, just don't even hesitate to ask because I think you'll be happy that you did that. So, uh, and, you know, I mean, just, you know, this is when you, uh, yeah, ask for a percentage. Exactly. <laughs> Meditate on what the right percentage is, bargain it out. It'll, it'll totally fit. All right. Thanks for that question. I'm going to take one more call. I'm only going to be able to get one more call in, guys, because we've only got about two or three minutes here. So let me take this one more quick call. 415, welcome to Snake Oil Radio. 
Oh, hi. Thank you. I didn't think I was going to get on. Um, yeah, so, you made it. <laughs> my question is um, just um, what the spirits might say that they see coming up for me this year. Um, it just seems like things are moving a little slow. And on the slow know. side, right. And, and what's your name? Yeah. Uh, Sophie. Sophie? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's what I'm getting. I pulled an angel card for you, Sophie. And it's very interesting because the, the, the angel that came up is Francesca. And this is the okay. angel of creating your own reality in that sense. So the message wow. of her saying is, what do you desire right now? Visualize it and it will come about and negativity mm-hmm. will block, block your progress. What they're kind of saying is you're almost entering into a period of life that's somewhat unscripted. So what your guides are saying to me is you need to take a little time in the next couple of weeks to really think about what you'd like to see in your life. Almost like an artist thinking of the canvas. You might even want to vision board this at this point in the game because I'm, I'm hearing that. You're act, it feels like you're stuck, but what I'm hearing is I feel like the astro- astrological conditions in the next couple of months for you are going to be very mm-hmm. favorable. Okay. So they tell me you almost can really pull into play something that you've always wanted or really would like at this point in the game. So that's right. why they're saying to do that. But to give you a little bit of a heads up, it's very interesting because I feel like there's a change almost in, I don't know if it's specifically your work, um, but it just feels like it's almost like your social circle and the amount of people and things in your life that are coming that are getting ready to change. Like okay. I see a lot of like-minded people and it's and it, almost like a, it almost feels like you're being ushered into a different group of people with a similar type of purpose, and I really yeah. like this. I think you're going to be very excited about it. It feels like you're meeting your people oh. in that sense. <laughs> I like and that, so, meeting my yeah, tribe. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's like the members of your tribe, other members of your soul group, people you've got past life connections with. There's things that are getting ready to come into play and happen, and it's almost like they've been waiting for you, too. So I see you involved in a couple of different projects. And I feel like you're going to be very busy, and I like it. All of this is really going to come into play by late June, even early July to early August. It's actually not that far off. So what okay. I'm hearing is really take the time to kind of just re-script okay. it. What would you like to see? What type of people do you want to be around? What type of, you know what I mean, what do you... Where do you want your energy to go? And then yeah. you're going to have those really cool clicks as it falls into place. I, I put it and, out already. I already yeah. put it out. So it's funny that you got Francesca. I mean, it's perfect, not funny. Yeah. Oh, you know, it confirms that because that's exactly what I've been doing. Exactly. And don't, like I said, like she says, don't let the negative people and things block your progress. You'll, you'll, you know, you'll really begin to understand that. You know, I, I jokingly said this on a radio show a couple of months back, I think I said, if you want to be more successful, get better friends. And, oh. you know, it sounds so harsh, but the truth is, not only do our intimate relationships reflect attributes of us, but really so do the people we surround ourselves with. Yes. And I think that's always a very key thing to understand and to do. But, yeah, I do see, I, what you guys are saying to me is this period of inactivity will actually shift and change fairly quickly. Okay, I like it. Okay. That's perfect. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling in. Awesome. Thank you. My pleasure. All right, looks like we're done with our show. Thank you, everybody, for joining me today. They're, they're cutting me off here. If you missed calling in, I'll, I'll be here again next month. Check my schedule, sign up for my newsletter, all that good stuff. That way you'll know when I'm running shows as well. 
uh, and I'll be back at the beginning of the month to do my live column read and talk a bit about that, uh, that subject in depth, and uh, that should be uh, next Thursday. So thanks for joining me today. Appreciate all the calls, all the questions and comments. Have a great day, guys. We'll catch up with you next time. Cheers.